This is Plant-Based Briefing. Antimicrobial Resistance, Increasing the Impact of Pandemics, Part 1, from ProVeg International at ProVeg.com. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is the Curated Content Plant-Based Podcast, where I research and then get permission and narrate a variety of articles on plant-based, compassionate, and eco-friendly topics in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And today's article is a bit longer, so it's a two-parter. I'm reading part one today, and then tune in tomorrow for the second half. It's from ProVeg International. They're a food awareness organization striving for a world where everyone chooses delicious and healthy food that's good for all humans, animals, and the planet. Their mission is to reduce the global consumption of animals by 50% by the year 2040. They aim to transform the global food system by replacing conventional animal-based products with plant-based and cultured alternatives. They work with international decision-making bodies, governments, food producers, investors, the media, and the general public to help the world transition to a society and economy that are less dependent on animal agriculture and more sustainable for humans, animals, and the planet. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Antimicrobial Resistance, Increasing the Impact of Pandemics, Part 1, from ProVeg International at ProVeg.com. In addition to the risks of newly emerging pathogens, there are other factors that can further exacerbate the overall impact of zoonotic pandemics. Antimicrobial resistance and the resulting superbugs, other communicable foodborne diseases, and non-communicable diet-related diseases all pose additional risks for individual health and present massive strains on healthcare systems, particularly in the context of a pandemic. Again, they are all factors related to our animal-based food system. Antimicrobial Resistance, AMR The discovery of antibiotics was one of the key medical achievements of the 20th century. Yet, less than 100 years after Alexander Fleming first discovered penicillin, the world is on the cusp of a post-antibiotic era, with multi-resistant strains of bacteria emerging at alarming rates all around the world. The United Nations has declared antimicrobial resistance, AMR, a global health risk, stressing that deaths due to AMR could soon surpass annual cancer fatalities. Globally, antimicrobial-resistant infections currently claim at least 700,000 lives each year. This number could reach an annual toll of 10 million by 2050. Common bacterial infections that used to be easily treatable with the aid of antibiotics can now be fatal again. This is not only a problem for individual and public health in and of itself, with AMR having become one of hospitals' biggest challenges. It also renders affected individuals even more vulnerable to novel pathogens and adds to the massive strain on healthcare systems during a pandemic. Animal Agriculture, the Unrecognized Driver of AMR While there is growing awareness of the challenge of AMR, little is known about the driving force behind it. Animal agriculture is chiefly responsible for the development of AMR. Globally, more than 70% of antibiotics are used on animals in intensive farming to prevent losses owing to the problematic breeding and husbandry conditions and to accelerate growth and profits, rather than for the treatment of humans. Yet the main focus when tackling antimicrobial resistance is usually on the importance of doctors prescribing antibiotics appropriately, rather than on the large-scale misuse in animal agriculture. AMR in Pandemics, a Profound Risk Multiplier Although antibiotics are not able to kill or inhibit viruses, their declining efficacy in treating bacterial pathogens aggravates the overall health risk for humans and increases the burden on healthcare systems. 
They are essential in fighting bacterial infections which may accompany a primary viral infection. Lower and upper respiratory infections are the fourth highest cause of global mortality and are usually caused by a virus. However, additional secondary bacterial infections are common complications, increasing the severity of a viral infection and further raising the morbidity and mortality rates of viral diseases. When antibiotics are effective and readily available, this risk decreases. However, with more and more strains of antimicrobial-resistant bacteria emerging, AMR can further escalate an epidemic or a pandemic. In the case of influenza, for instance, bacterial infections are assumed to contribute to up to 50% of total deaths. During the 2009 swine influenza pandemic, cases of secondary bacterial infections increased, causing up to 55% of total deaths. This makes AMR a massive risk in and of itself, as well as a profound risk multiplier in the context of a zoonotic pandemic. Antimicrobials, including antibiotics, antiviral, and antifungal medicines, as well as disinfectants and sanitizers, are compounds that kill or inhibit the growth of harmful microorganisms such as bacteria, fungi, and viruses. However, microorganisms may acquire resistance to specific antimicrobials, such as medical antibiotics or disinfectants. The overuse of antimicrobials encourages the development of antimicrobial resistance, or AMR. If bacteria acquire resistance against multiple antibiotics, they are called multiresistant, or superbugs. As a result, antimicrobials such as antibiotics become ineffective, and it becomes harder to treat infections, leading to prolonged illness, higher medical costs, and increased mortality. The more antibiotics are used, the less they are effective. Indiscriminate use in animal agriculture is the main driver of the escalating AMR emergency. Towards a post-antibiotic era Research on the 1918 influenza pandemic revealed that secondary bacterial infections might have been the main cause of death, probably responsible for up to 90% of fatalities. This happened in the pre-antibiotic era, when the treatment of bacterial infections was still a challenge. With more and more antibiotic-resistant bacteria and AMR increasingly posing a global health risk again, we are now headed for a post-antibiotic era. Without effective treatment for secondary bacterial infections, future pandemics are poised to get worse, leaving health professionals helpless against a threat we thought we had overcome. Animals, Humans, and AMR While physicians and patients are supposed to follow strict antibiotic prescription guidelines in order to prevent AMR, that advice again misses the elephant in the room. Globally, more than 70% of antibiotics are not used for the treatment of humans, but for animals in intensive farming setups. The key problem here is the overlap. 76% of the antibiotics commonly used in agriculture and aquaculture are also important in human medicine, with the animal usage dramatically decreasing the efficacy of antibiotics intended for humans. COVID-19 Driving the AMR Crisis Paradoxically, the virus-caused COVID-19 pandemic itself has the potential to escalate the global AMR situation even further. Although ineffective on viruses, antibiotics are being administered to COVID-19 patients to prevent superinfections, that is, secondary bacterial infections that could exacerbate the primary viral infection. This approach is routinely applied as a precautionary measure and is often unwarranted, strongly increasing the risk of AMR development. 
Moreover, the significantly increased use of disinfectants and sanitizers during the COVID-19 pandemic may further drive AMR. Bacteria can acquire resistance to the very products designed to kill them, increasing the number of strains of antimicrobial-resistant bacteria. Not only does this put further strain on healthcare systems, causing more deaths, it could also remain a problem long after the current COVID-19 pandemic has abated. Preventing Losses and Accelerating Growth in Factory Farms, a Recipe for AMR Emergence Animal farming is the main consumer of antimicrobial medicines due to its problematic breeding and husbandry conditions. Farmed animals suffer physically from impaired immune systems, weaker bones or cardiovascular systems, and bodily mutilations, as well as from genetic predisposition to various injuries and diseases. They also experience mental suffering due to a range of causes, including stress, the inability to display normal behavior, and severely restricted movements due to overcrowding or otherwise unsuitable husbandry, as well as from unhygienic conditions. This makes the animals more vulnerable to infectious diseases. In intensive farming facilities, outbreaks are more common and harder to control when they occur. In order to prevent excessive losses of animals and thus profit, a seemingly easy solution is the extensive use of antibiotics. This is why antibiotics are routinely given, for example, to sows who are kept continuously impregnated, except for a few weeks after giving birth, or to young pigs in order to reduce disease symptoms caused by stressful early weaning. Antibiotics are also administered to poultry to combat heat stress, overcrowding, and other substandard living conditions. The majority of animals are treated with antimicrobial medicine as a preventive measure. However, antibiotics are not administered to animals only for disease control. Some of these drugs also induce growth and weight increase in animals, a welcome side effect for the animal farming industry, as it reduces the time span needed for animals to reach their slaughter weight or increase it. Unsurprisingly, this has led to very generous use of these drugs. And while regulatory efforts have attempted to curb such misuse of vital antibiotics, in reality, they have mostly failed. You just listened to Antimicrobial Resistance, Increasing the Impact of Pandemics, Part 1, from ProVeg International at ProVeg.com. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and please tune in tomorrow for the second half of this article. And in the meantime, if you want to watch a great new documentary about this topic by the producer of Cowspiracy and What the Health, check out The End of Medicine. You can find it at LockwoodFilm.com, or you can also find it at VegMovies.com. You can currently rent it on iTunes, Amazon, and Vimeo. It is so good. And this is the synopsis from the website. It says, Together with producer Keegan Kuhn from Cowspiracy and What the Health, the End of Medicine explores how dangerously close the human population is to complete antimicrobial resistance, the government's complicity and collaboration with the animal agriculture industry, and how unprepared we are for what's to come if we continue to ignore the evidence around us. And there's a great quote from the film that you can see in the trailer too, antimicrobial resistance will kill us before climate change. So check that out. And please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.